My dad had a boat. I get so seasick just reading this. I'm getting seasick. Some of you are with me on this. Two patches, two uh, wristbands, and lots of drama. I mean, boy, you get high that way, but it, it works. <laughs> that, doesn't, that has nothing to do with my sermon. Why did it start that way? Um, in 1979, I went to the Mass on the Mall with John Paul II, and uh, I stopped at the National Gallery of Art, and I don't know if this is still hanging there or not, but I saw four paintings of Thomas Cole, one of the most famous American painters. And he, they were about the size of this wall, all four, each one of them, incredible. And they showed, it's called The Voyage of Life. I finally got a copy of all four on acrylic and have it in the house. It's just perfect for this gospel. I wish I could show them to you here. The first one is uh, a baby leaped in a, in a safe harbor with a guardian angel, and then there's another angel watching over from heaven. The second one is a young man, a young woman, uh, going out to conquer the world, you know, standing there like Apollo or something. Uh, and in the, in the far distance is this kind of vision of a castle, and he's going to get there, you know. The third, the third one is my favorite. This is where I am right now. He's in this boat and it's sinking and it's, and it's tilting and it's ready to go down and it's all cracked and, and the, the bow is, is broken and, and the stern and, and, and he's praying like this, dear God, take me now. You know, he's not going to make it. And the fourth one, he's pulling into the harbor. The guardian angel who had to stand back and let him suffer is there again. And he's pulled into the shore and, and the ride is over. And that, to me, really symbolizes this. This gospel is, as I always say, is about us, but this is particularly tells us how God works in our lives and how we must accept him for who he is. They, he, tell, he tells them to go, go into the Sea of Galilee. These guys are fishermen. They know that sea like the back of their hand. It's about twice the size of Crater Lake, maybe even bigger. It had its own wind, its own uh, weather patterns would develop in this place. And these guys knew when not to go out on the water, but Jesus went out and they trusted him. And it says they took him just as he was. They didn't understand why he said that. They, we have to also take God just as he is. We don't always understand his plan. He may not wake up right away when we call him. We may not understand life. We may want to go home someday, get to, get to the far shore, you know. But we take God just as he is. And he takes us just as we are. But his job is to form us into something new. So out they go into the water. And of course, other boats were with them. See, Jesus is trying to get away from people for a while, but they get in boats and follow him. We don't hear any more about what happened to them. I think they all drowned. <laughs> we never hear from them again. But it's significant, but I don't know what the significance of the other boats is. Mark, everything in Mark here is significant. And the squall comes up. Oh, my dad said to me once, he said, your seasickness is all in your head. And he blindfolded me, Long Beach Harbor. We got one, one foot out of that breakwater, and I was sick for three days. You didn't need to hear that either, I suppose. <laughs> but you could just see this thing, like a tender, you know, on a, on a cruise boat or something. Just, and, and it's taking on water. And it's sinking. 
And there, where's Jesus? See this? He's, he's on the high part of the boat, like the Titanic is going down, and he's asleep. Well, I, this is not in the gospel, but I, I see him there, and you know what, what he's doing? He's, he's, he probably can't see me. He, he's kind of peeking in between dreams or something. And he, see, he knows what's happening. He's God. He put them in this situation, and he waits until they almost drown. And they finally can't take any more of this. And they wake him up. The implication is, you got us into this. Now we're drowning. What are you going to do about it? Don't you care about us at all? Have you ever wanted to say that to God? I have. You know, 25 years of laryngitis. <laughs> I, I've said that many times. I've said, I want to be a priest. I keep losing my voice. Don't you care at all? He finally, at the last minute, healed me. I found the answer, you know, milk products of all things. And I said, God, thank you so much for saving my boat. What took you so long? Right? How many times? If you haven't had a sinking boat, you haven't lived, right? I mean, we all, we all get in these situations where you wonder what God's will is. Why did we, I end up in a storm? You try to do God's will, and things just aren't going well. And Jesus seems to be asleep. But notice he never leaves the boat. He's there. We just don't see him. And the reason is, the growth, I hate even saying this, but the growth, our best growth occurs at the edges. When we're at the edges, and I think a lot of us were at the, our edges during COVID here this last 15 months, it's at those edges that we're really growing. A lot of Catholics really grew in the faith when they couldn't receive communion physically and just not be able to see half of our faces and, and not knowing what's going on in the world. And I still don't know what's going on in the world. But Jesus... In, the, in our personal lives, I hear about all the time about the crises that are going on in people's individual lives, and we don't know. I mean, you don't know each other's problems, and I hear about a lot of them. So then Jesus wakes up. I, I, I find this hard to take. And he, he wakes up. Of course, the sea and the wind die down immediately, and they can't, be, they can't believe this man can do this. They don't know him very well yet. It's only Mark 4. And he says to them, why are you terrified? Well, Lord, get a clue. What do you think I'm terrified for? He says, oh, you of little faith. Oh, brother. Uh, it's just like Peter walking on water. As far as I know, he's the only person on earth besides Christ that ever walked on the water. And then he sinks because he gets afraid. And Jesus pick, takes him out and says, oh, you have a little faith. Well, he, he, had, he took a risk and got on the boat, you know. So we, we find that Jesus, no matter how far we get in life, he wants more. As, a, as Sister Ann Shields once, I went to a talk once, her, the theme was, he always wants more. There's always more. Because we're here to grow. We're in the middle, we're... we're halfway between, maybe closer to home than some of the others, but we're halfway between where we were and where we're going. We're all in our boats on the water. And you have, it's Father's Day. Many of the boats are our family. They draw closer. Some of our family, most of mine, are on the altar, frankly. And it's, we want to be able to think about our fathers or if we have our Father in Heaven, you know, we belong to, to His family. We're all family, and the boats are coming closer, but yet we each have our individual boat. 
we will come before God alone, and then we'll rejoin our families. And Jesus, you know, we're in this, a lot of us are or will be in this moment where we're praying for God's mercy. Others are in that calm harbor. Or maybe you're in a harbor, and, but not for long. He'll call you back out to the sea. The point is, is that everything for a Christian works to good. He is ready to help us, but at the right time. St. Andre Bisset, who is famous for St. Joseph Oratory in Montreal, that in itself is an interesting place. I have, I have a clip of, his, of this particular saying. I've got a whole file folder of, of saint things and, and things that are encouraging. I go through them once in a while and read them. While well, I was sitting in the office, and this saying of his came up by itself without my touching the computer. I was worried about something building the church, frankly. And, and, and what it said was, people worry about the wrong things. Jesus will help you at the right time in the right place. It may be after death, but he'll help you. I thought, well, that's not too encouraging, but, but <laughs> I, want, I like it before then. But no, it's really true. What are we worried about? Christ wins in the end. I just want to finish with a story I've told about 500 times, but it's, I find it amazing if you go to the hall, you'll see this picture because we put it in the glass case with the, with the original um, mock-up of the church we have in wood. It's still there, please God. But I was so worried after we said yes because we were in the middle of the recession and we took up a, had a big loan. And uh, the Finance Council overwhelmingly voted to do this, so we did it, as you know. And I'm, I walked out of my driveway here. They're just starting the parking lot because we're sitting in where the parking lot used to be. Right out there, it was all being bulldozed just beginning, and it was one of these days that was raining a little bit, and this big rainbow, very, very clear, almost the exact shape of these arches from the uh, edge of the parking lot to River Road, right over the church. And Jesus said to me, almost out loud, he says, this is my project, will you quit worrying so much about this? Have you ever wanted to, Jesus to say that to you? He is saying it to you. I'm your pro... You are my project. Will you quit worrying about this? I know what I'm doing. I am forming you for eternal life. If we aren't in a boat going through something, we haven't lived. Nobody grows by sitting in the harbor. We have to take risks. God will call you to take risks. And I'm, you know, spiritually, financially, uh, uh, mentally, uh, in service, in being kind to somebody that may not return it, in forgiving always a risk, always a journey. We, have, we know where we're going. We don't, haven't seen it yet. We're headed toward that port where our boat will come in, and even if it sank, it'll, he'll bring it back to us, and we'll float in, and there at eternal life, the ride will be over, and what we went through with Christ, we will live with, with him forever.